the consistency part, I'm seeing the fruit of it. But on like, you know, month three, when I needed to pay my friend an invoice and I had like 12 subscribers, I felt like quitting, but I didn't quit. Right. And that can look However, so if you are consistently cold calling, if you're consistently doing open houses, if you're consistently showing up on video, if you're consistently reaching out and providing value to your sphere, that is going to be the game changer. Like a lot of us get into this business and we're so motivated, we're so excited, we're so ready. And to real estate smack you upside your head. And guess what? It's going to smack you upside your head. Okay. Can I get an amen if it has smacked you upside your head? Hey friends, I'm Rosemary Lewis, your homegirl, and I'm so excited that you are here. I do not care what it looks like on Instagram or HGTV. This whole being a realtor thing is not for the faint at heart. In 2017, I quit my job as a teacher to follow my real estate dreams and quickly found myself overwhelmed and struggling. Fast forward to today. Not only have I been recognized as one of the leaders in our industry, I have actually grown a business that I absolutely love. I don't care if you're a brand new agent trying to figure out how to get started or a veteran feeling overwhelmed and just stuck. I was just like you and I totally get it. Many times I wish there was someone that I could just talk to about all the challenges I was facing. And that is why I created this space just for you. Like best friends do, I'm giving you all the tea related to navigating and thriving in these real estate streets. If I can do it, guess what? That's proof that you can too. Everything's better with friends, so let's succeed together. Welcome to the Real Estate Bestie Podcast. Hey everyone, happy Tuesday. I am so excited to be here with you. Good morning. Come on in, let me know. Um, where you are checking in from, tag your real estate bestie. Because today I am going to unpack um, quickly, because I know your time is money. I am going to unpack some lessons, five lessons that um, I have learned in my five years as a real estate agent. And I, you know, none of this is going to be rocket science, but I do think that I got a word for you today, right? Or um, just some insight for you. So for those of you that are new here, my name is Rosemary Lewis. Okay, Utah. I see Utah checking in. Okay. Um, look, one of my um, business sisters, friends, she's not a realtor, but she always hopped on to support Danette Davis. Love you, boo-boo. Um, but I'm Rosemary Lewis. I have been, as I just stated, a licensed real estate agent in the Lone Star state of Texas for five years now, y'all. It That just blows my mind um, for a few reasons. And one of the reasons is that um, there's a statistic that says 87% of people exit the business, right? Um, and don't make it to this mark. So to have a business, not only that provides for my family, you know, a business that um, God has exceeded every expectation, but also a business that I love. Like I, I truly love doing this. I love working with people. I love being in a space where I get to educate my fellow realtors because that's what I did before I was a realtor. I was an educator in the school system and I just love that we get to do this. So let's hop in it. So do me a favor, tag your real estate bestie. Um, let them know that we are live. And as always, I will post this back to my stories or to my my. IG, whatever, um, so that you will be able to go back to it. But let's talk about five things. So first of all, 
you know, I just want to say congratulations. If you are here, if you are working in this business um, and and they, look, they throw a lot of shade to us that have been in the business for um, for, for under like 10 years. Right. And especially y'all ain't never seen a market. Y'all have only been in here for a good market, but I don't care if the market is booming. I don't care if it's down. Like we are in a position of service. We service our clients. So if you are here and you're a real estate agent and you have been working in this business, working with, if you just have one client, then you know that it is a labor of love. So first of all, congratulations to you. Um, and don't let anybody put, make them put some respect on your name. I don't care if you've been a realtor for a minute, but if you just have entered into the business, this is going to be a great conversation for you as well, because there are some insights and some things that, um, that I didn't know, right. And that when nobody, there weren't, there weren't many top producers that were talking to me, like I had good sense, like, right. Like I, it, it annoys me when I look at, um, different speakers and they talk to me like I'm, like I'm stupid, right. Because I don't know. And it's okay that you don't know. So that's the first thing that I want to say. Like if you're newer or even if you're more seasoned and you are just seeking knowledge, that's what your girl is here for and kudos to you. So few lessons that I have learned on this real estate journey, um, just what, what makes it do what it do, right? The very first lesson that I've learned, and I know that um, it kicks us in the butt, is that there must be consistency in your business. Um, real estate is definitely one of those things where you have a lot of people doing it a lot of their ways. And sometimes that can be overwhelming to figure out what your rhythm is, right? Am I going to lead a track by cold calling? Am I, how am I going to use social media? How am I going to love on and encourage my sphere? And there are a lot of different things that we can do. But one um, challenge that I see often in the business is that um, we will start doing something for a little bit. And if we don't see the fruits of that labor immediately, then we back off. And now then we do something else and then we back off, then we do something else and then we back off. So consistency in your business is the name of the game, whether it's real estate or any other business. Because I see I have some friends on here that are just entrepreneurs. So this applies. So this is what I'm telling y'all. I will give you a great example. Um, When I was about a year and a half, 18 months to two years into the business, I was like, I want to do a YouTube channel, right? Um, Partly because I saw people on YouTube and I was, everyone said, oh, you need to do video, right? I wanted to do more video. And I knew that one, I know that one of the gifts that God has graced me with is the ability to communicate and the ability to teach. So, um, you know, one of my friends, we just like, literally she had edited like one video on her life. I'd never done a YouTube channel. We figured it out together and we started YouTube. Y'all YouTube was and still <laughs> remains to be one of the biggest struggles in my business because nobody was watching, right? Nobody was watching. I felt like I was being consistent. I was investing money that I did not necessarily have um, to invest in. Um, and, and, and my friend gave me a hookup, right? Like she was working with me. But I, it just frustrated me because I wanted, like I knew, I knew, and I still know, like I, my content is is spot on. But for some reason, it seemed like it wasn't connecting. And it's not that it wasn't connecting. I just needed to give it time. And the hardest part about being consistent is to consistently do the thing um, when you don't see the fruit right away. 
And I just want to challenge you by saying that, you know, there's a meme that I've seen before that says you don't get the fruit the same day that you plant the seed. So for me, I have been consistently doing like with the exception of um, like when I experienced death in my family, I have consistently been putting out a minimum of one YouTube video per week. And that thing is growing. Right. And not only is that thing growing, um, it 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 has allowed me to solidify myself as an expert in the field, because so often my clients tell me they've been watching my YouTube and, you know, they shared it with this person. And even if the folks aren't subscribed, um, they have done these things for me. So I just want to point out that the consistency part, I'm seeing the fruit of it, but on like, you know, month three, when I needed to pay my friend an invoice and I had like 12 subscribers, I felt like quitting but I didn't quit. Right. And that can look however. So if you are consistently cold calling, if you're consistently doing open houses, if you're consistently showing up on video, if you're consistently reaching out and providing value to your sphere, that is going to be the game changer. Like a lot of us get into this business and we're so motivated. We're so excited. We're so ready. And to real estate smack you upside your head. And guess what? It's going to smack you upside your head. Okay. Can I get an amen? If it has smacked you upside your head, (laughs) if and when it smacks you upside your head, we just have to continue to be consistent. And that is going to be the game changer. So lesson number one I've learned is that consistency is key. And, um, you know, just like you can't quit on yourself. And then I just want to back up and say this one part especially as it relates to YouTube or just some of the other things, have people in your in your corner that are going to hold you accountable. There were many times where I would tell my friend, my homegirl, Kim, like, I'm just like, oh, I don't feel like she's like, no, send me a video. We committed to it. So um, so there were people, it's important to have people who are going to hold you accountable of doing what you say you're going to do. And I already know some of y'all be like, well, none of my friends hold me accountable. Then join a group, pay for it right? Pay for you some accountability, get a coach, join a team, be somewhere where someone is going to help hold you accountable. Even if that accountability um, comes from you investing in yourself. Got it? Which brings me to point number two. Um, Lesson that I have learned is that you have to invest in yourself and in your business. Um, And that's a hard shift because a lot of us um, we are coming into real estate, not from an entrepreneur mindset. We're coming from being employees um, where they kind of told us what to do, right? And then telling us what to do. When I was a teacher, you know, my, my, I remember my principal saying, hey, um, since I would like you to be the lead of this department and as the lead, let me invest in you doing some professional development. When she didn't say it like that, but she was like, I'm sending you to professional development on Wednesday. Meaning that they paid because they saw something in me knowing that if I go out and get this knowledge, I'm going to bring it back and I'm going to impact the campus. Unfortunately, what happens is that a lot of us get into real estate and we think this still a job. And um, not only do we think this still a job, we think that our responsibility to invest in ourselves and invest in our business rests on someone else. And y'all, that's just not it. So um, scared money don't make money, right? Like I um, invest in 
photos. And I mean, I'm saying photos, but like, I don't want y'all to just have all these pretty pictures and be a whack realtor. But I invest in photos. I invest in masterminds. I invest in coaching. I invest in people, right? I I make sure that I invest a portion of my commissions that I get every year back into having events and things for my clients. I invest in gifting them with stuff. So we have to be able to make an investment. And honestly, the one of the biggest investments you're going to make is that investment of time right? That time of being consistent with the activities that are going to not only bring you income, but are going to allow you to provide value. Okay. So number one, consistency. Number two, you have to invest in yourself and you have to invest in your business. It is not your broker's fault. It is not your team leader's fault. It's not your husband's fault that nobody believed in you because I mean, like, let's be real. A lot of y'all, a lot of me, I, I was the same way. Like the other week, I cut a check for to join this mastermind group and it made me nervous. Then I thought about it like I really haven't invested in myself in that way. Even when I went to college, my parents paid for it. Or some of you all, it was like a secondary investment, right? You went to college, but you took out a loan. It wasn't your money coming out. So we have to be okay with investing in ourselves. And and if you don't have the financial means, then that means you got to invest that time. It's sweat equity in order to build a business, okay? So the next one that I want to say is that um, in this business, what I have learned is that we are in the relationship building business, okay? So if you don't, I was at a um, a conference a couple weeks ago and there was Denise the broker. She is a broker out of Atlanta. Um, follow her. I really love her story. Um, and she has the largest African-American owned brokerage, female owned brokerage in Atlanta. And she said that if you don't like people, it's going to be tough for you to be in real estate. Now, there are definitely um, transactional brokers or transactional realtors. And I can't really speak to that because it's not how I run my business. But what I do know is that there is a lot of turn and burn there. Um, the referral shelf life is not long. But when you get into the habit of knowing that, you know what, I am building relationship and I'm building relationships, but I'm going to go a step further. I'm not just building relationships with the people that I hope to do business with me, meaning buyers and sellers, but it's my responsibility to build relationships in my community. community. Like how many of y'all sell houses, but don't even know your own neighbors? Hey, Bestie, I'm going to pop in here really quickly to tell you about something else that we launched at the Real Estate Bestie Retreat, and that is Real Estate Bestie Accelerator, our exclusive group coaching program. And I know that you are like me, and guess what? This business is a lot harder than you thought it would be. Generating quality leads, staying consistent, fighting off that pesky imposter syndrome, and creating financial freedom for your family. Real talk, it is a lot of work, and I know that you are sick of doing it alone. If you need systems that will save you time, make you more money, a supportive community that will push and hold you accountable, and a coach that will go the distance to help you grow both personally and professionally, then guess what? Accelerator is for you. 
I want you to head on over to rosemarylewis.com forward slash coach and you're going to do a really quick questionnaire and then you and I are going to hop on a call to just explore and see if this program will be a good fit. It's six months of exclusive laser focused coaching designed to completely transform you and your business. So if you are ready to stop spinning your wheels and move the needle with step-by-step customized support, head on over to rosemarylewis.com forward slash coach and see if you are ready to accelerate. <laughs> like, like, let's really think about that. You selling houses, but you cannot name five people in your neighborhood where you live. That's a problem. Okay. We need to be building because we're, when we're selling a home, we're selling a dream. We're selling community. And if we aren't taking advantage of that dream and that community in our own backyard, can we properly sell that thing, right? Um, so you should be building community, com- building relationships with the community around you, building community with other realtors. Listen, get off these people pages hating because they closed the deal, right? Hating, and I know y'all. I know what y'all doing. Y'all hating silently. Y'all trying to figure out she ain't even that cute. She ain't even that smart. Like I know, I know more than her. I have done it. Like I'm, a, I told y'all, I'm a recovering hater, right? Every single day I have to ask the Lord to just take this hater spirit off of me. <laughs> and that's why he has me giving. Um, that, the, and, and that, my pastor taught me that. Like the, the, the anecdote to greed and hate is to be a giver, right? Once you're a giver and you come from truly a place of contribution, it's hard to sit back and hate. But instead of hating on people or instead of, I'm not even gonna say hating, instead of having that imposter syndrome, like, oh, why them and not me? How can we collaborate, right? And and I'm going to just say it too, like, don't go for the big wigs. Like, I don't, everybody don't get my inbox, right? There is somebody that is at your brokerage or that you were in real estate school with and y'all are starting out and y'all can build together. Y'all can mastermind together. And that has been a game changer for me. Um, I can think of so many people that um, Ivory Shalina Tinglin, um, Tanisha Lust, Chauncey Pham. A lot of these names y'all know. Um, and because I have reached out to mastermind and I'm not just sharing, like I'm not just looking to take and see what they're doing in their business. I want to promote them on my platforms because I know, and honestly, Shalina and Tanisha, I had a idea in my quiet time today about something that we need to do. So I'm gonna call y'all, but collaboration over competition, right? And because at the end of the day, what, what the Lord has for you, the clients that he has for you are for you. Now I'm not saying just sit out, like they're not just going to show up at your house, right? And, and just ring your bell and say, Hey, can you sell my house? Nine times out of 10, that's not gonna happen. But I don't have to be afraid to collaborate with other realtors in my area for fear that they are going to take my business, right? Because what's for them is for them and what's for me is for me. And then you also have discernment of character. So we have to build relationships with our colleagues, with our clients, and then with other vendors, right? Um, what, what title companies are you collaborating with? Even title companies and mortgage brokers that I don't necessarily work with, when they call me, I'm not rude. You know, I just tell them like, hey, you know what, guys? Thank you so much. I would love information. Right now, because honestly, I'm just not in the market to have lunch with every mortgage broker, um, but I'm not rude about it. Like, hey, I would love to work with you at some point. Right now, I already, you know, 
have my referral partners, but if there's ever an opportunity, yes, I would love for us to collaborate. So you don't have to be a jerk in the business. Um, and that way, like what you want, I never forget, I had one transaction and my clients, they were like, Rosemary, how much do you pay these people to talk about how much they love you? And we kind of chuckled about it because of course, you know, there were, um, they went with some of my referral partners, my lender, my inspector, things like that. But what I really appreciated was that the title company that I'd never worked with um, because it was a seller's choice of title company, I was representing the buyers. The title rep raved at closing and raved to my client about um, just how personable I was with them and all this other stuff. And I'm just saying like, we want to build relationships. So even though that is not my preferred title company, I've stayed in contact with them. I might stop by with a, with a bunt cake for the escrow officer, just to say, thank you for that transaction. So we are relationship builders. Okay. Remember what are our lessons so far? Consistency, um, investing yourself and that we're relationship builders. Okay. Then here is the next one. <laughs> Number four, Y'all know you want to know what you get paid for. You want to know why why you why we are a vital part of the transaction. Why I am not afraid of any discount broker, any transactional broker, um, anyone who is not really in it for the um, understanding the fiduciary responsibilities to their client is because I get paid to solve problems. I get paid to come up with solutions. I get paid to provide clarity. Okay. And too often, I just had a conversation with a realtor not too long ago, and we were talking through um, just an issue that she was having on a transaction. And she made a comment, and, and, and you know, she I love her. She loved me. She made a comment that disturbed me because she was like, you know, being all humble, like, you know, I just, um, I prayed about it last night, and, and I know that there's nothing that I can do. I'm just leaving it in God's hands. And I was like, mm. Okay, I'm all for leaving it in God's hands. Y'all know I love the Lord real big. But there's something you can do. You are still you still have control and authority. That's why we, you get paid the big bucks, right? That's why you get the 3%. Because yes, can you force these people to buy this house if they're not comfortable? No. But can you provide solutions? Can you provide opportunity? Can you provide contractors? Can you go the extra mile instead of just letting it unfold and see what happens? Yes, you can do that. So too often I see folks that are just letting the deal happen around them, right? You're just trying to figure out what's going to happen and uh, like understand the transaction so that you can be on top of it, so that you can have conversations with lenders, so that we can foresee challenges before they even arise. Educate your clients, bring clarity to them, help them understand every step. So even if the outcome is not what is desirable, you have demonstrated your value the entire way. So this is a big one, y'all. This is a huge one, right? To go into these situations with a solution-based mindset. My girl, Tiffany Mim, she is so dope. Y'all, Tiffany's so dope. Um, another real estate connection that I had, we both um, connected early in the business. And now Tiffany is just, I mean, she, her, she does real estate still, but she's blowing up with her... Um, she has B Donna's and then she has bougie hippie. She's into retail too. But I never forget, Tiffany and I used to mastermind. We would meet once a week just to talk about the business. And Tiffany told me that one of her affirmations was, I am the solution today. I will be the solution to someone's problem. That has resonated with me. And coming from a, a, a mindset of, I am going to be solution oriented. Now your clients 
you know, you're more than just their realtor. You're their homegirl. Like my clients, I'm their homegirl. You know, your homegirl, you kick it with your homegirl. You know, you, I was just having a conversation with my husband the other day. We were in a pool. I was like, I think I'm gonna throw a pool party for my clients. You know why? Cause I love them <laughs> and they love me. And I, I'm, I know where they live. I'm not mad if they know where I live because we have problem solved these things together. And because of the value that I've been able to bring to them, I'm running the business that I love. Okay. And then here's the last one that I just kind of alluded to is that we have to bring value beyond the sale. I understand. I know what it's like to be broke, right? And I know that like, I know God could do anything, but I pray that he never, <laughs> I pray that that's never uh, <laughs> what he has for me <laughs> is to, is to struggle financially. But quite honestly, you know what? I know God is big. So if anything ever happens and he al- allows me to struggle, I know we, it's going to get better. Cause every time I've struggled, it's been better. Um, but I understand y'all how it is to really need these closings, right? To really need to get a contract, to really need to get somebody under contract, right? But that can't be the only value that we provide. Most of the sauce in my business has happened beyond the sale, has happened because I'm keeping in contact, because, you know, I'm showing up at your baby shower, because I'm I'm rubbing your belly, because I'm sending you a voice memo when I see that you got the promotion and, you know, and having events for my clients to keep us connected because I'm sharing with them not just my real estate self, but my whole self, right? When I was going through the loss of my mom, I have a weekly email that I share with my clients. I didn't talk to them that week about market knowledge, right? I was like, yo, I am hurting. (laughs) I am hurting, but this is what I'm doing. This is how I'm processing that hurt. So the value that I'm providing to them is far beyond when they close those, sign those closing documents. And so often we hear that real estate agents, you know, just kind of fall off after, um, after you sell the house. Right. And then, and that's because that, that, that means that then you have made it all about you. One thing that I love, like one of the best things that I love, I almost love this better than a referral. And I'm not even lying. And it happened to me twice this week. Three times, actually. I have three different clients. Two, one who, who they are working to have a baby and then two others that are pregnant. All of them call me this week for recommendations on where to have a baby shower, right? All of them, I probably have not closed a deal with them in two years. Um, like I didn't have to answer their text like, who this? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, like we we have been in contact, right? And I was their homegirl. I was their go-to. I was top of mind when they needed. This is a problem outside of my real estate realm. And they they knew that I would be there to support. And even if I didn't have the answer, I was like, well, let me let me shoot it out there and see who Mike can help. Mike can help. That, that's Chicago come out of me. So making sure that we provide value beyond the sale. Because I'm going to tell you something. People can sniff out when all you want is something from them. Right? We all have. Like, I I get some inboxes sometimes. And I'm like, they just want something from me. <laughs> right? And sometimes I give it. Sometimes I don't. Right? Um, but wow, what, what a blessing it is when they can tell like, you know what they, this person really has a heart to serve. And I'm so grateful for how they have served my family, even after we purchased our house. And lo and behold, we got to relocate to Houston. Let me call my homegirl so that she can help me. 
right? Or my brother is coming in town or this is happening. Like they're, they're going to remember you and you're going to be top of mind. Okay. All right. So y'all, that's what I have for you today. I'm going to save this on the replay, um, but I'm just going to say it again. Remember five things I've learned in my five years as a realtor, five years, is a, being a realtor for five years is almost like dog years. It's like 35 years, um, but consistency, investing yourself. We are relationship builders. We are paid to be the solution to other people's problems. And um, we need to get into the habit of providing value beyond the sale. Um, I hope that this was valuable for you. My commitment to you, unless I'm traveling, is to be here um, 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time on Tuesday. So tell your homies about me. And if you have not picked up uh, my 10 habits for highly successful realtors, um, some of these are in there, but you need to check out the other ones. Um, Go ahead and check it out at rosemarylewis.com forward slash freebie. Um, I would love for you to just get DM me. Let me know, was this, did this resonate with you at all? Tag your real estate bestie. Um, and y'all let's continue to grow together. Remember, don't let this market punk you, um, but just keep going, keep trucking along. And um, I'll talk to you soon. Bye y'all. If you enjoyed this episode and you have a real life bestie that you think it would resonate with, Y'all, do me a favor. Go ahead and hit that share button because you know what? We are better together. Make sure you share the podcast and I appreciate your reviews. I appreciate you giving me five stars more than you know. I'll talk to you next week. Okay, besties, have you heard? We have a private Facebook group Yay! Look, cue the confetti because we are over here growing the real estate bestie community with our Facebook group. So I want you to hop on over to rosemarylewis.com forward slash Facebook so that you can join it because guess what? That's what we're missing. We are missing you and we are waiting and welcoming you with open arms. So let's talk about what you can get. We are going to develop relationships with other peers in the industry. We're going to support and encourage each other and give valuable resources, just a sounding board where we can grow our businesses together. So again, head on over to rosemarylewis.com forward slash Facebook and get in the real estate bestie community today.